everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sing This, sponsored by Big Boy Battle. Big Boy Battle, yes. Um, so this week's episode, you got me, Zinger, and I'm joined by the host with the most. I was I was trying to think of some some DC related way I could introduce myself, so but I can't. So uh, I'm just gonna say it's me, Eric Berg, the Dark the one Knight. Feel me. Ooh, the the dark. Uh, yes. The the man of um, metal? Man of steel? Yes. You know what? Big boy battle. Big boy battle. Alright, um, so this, this week we are discussing, discussing the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which, uh, came out on May the 5th, um, that, well, I think it came out digitally then, and then two weeks later on, like, actual, like, physical, physical media. Yes. So, um, so this is kind of their conclusion to this whole DC animated universe they've been doing since about 2013. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've done animated movies, but they've been doing a shared universe starting with the Flashpoint Paradox and then going kind of through uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 movies. Um, animated movies. So... Um, right off the bat, Eric, how many of these are you familiar with, or have you seen any of the other ones of these? I, I have seen a few of these. Now, here's the thing. I have not seen all of them. Mm -hmm. I saw the Death of Superman, and, um, shoot, I can't remember. I've seen, I've seen, like, one or two other ones. I did not know they were all part of a shared universe, and I feel it's because they have released a bunch of other ones that aren't part of yep. the shared universe in the meantime like i mean we did the batman versus ninja turtles one yep. and then there are other ones that are strictly within the dc universe or a a one of the of their multiverse and i didn't know they were all connected until just a couple days ago like i didn't even know this had come out and you were like hey we're gonna talk about the the, the new justice league movie and i'm like animated movie and i'm like new justice league animated movie i had no idea even googling it i couldn't it took me to, i had to scroll down a little bit to figure out what it was and i was like oh this is cool uh, so I started looking into it, and I was like, oh, I did not know this whole thing was, like, a thing. And then I was like, oh, I have seen a couple of these, so. The, the interconnectedness of it is there There are reoccurring things in certain ones of these, like the Flashpoint, of course, leads into Justice League War, which is based sure. off of the New 52 comics, where they had, like, everyone sort of younger. And that was uh, around this, this time frame. And, of course, DC and the comics, I think, has moved on since then. This has kind of kept elements of it i know suicide squad hell to pay has some tie-ins to the flashpoint paradox the death of superman reign of superman has tie-ins to of course justice league dark apocalypse war the one we're going to be talking about today so it is right. a shared universe but it's not as heavy-handed as let's say the mcu right but it's still shared enough that like if you've watched all these it, it leads in now now saying that justice league dark apocalypse war you don't really need to see the other ones. I will say, having se. only seen a couple, and it's been years since I've seen them and not knowing they were connected, I think they did a good job of making it self-contained enough that mm -hmm. it, I, I didn't feel lost. Like, I mm -hmm. absolutely understood everything going on, and even when it was little references to other movies, I was like, okay, I didn't need to see that whole movie. They very much... Uh, and I was and just in general being familiar with a lot of the heroes, if not most of them that were in anti-heroes and villains who were in there. Um, I kind of knew their history and everything like that. So I, yeah, I never felt lost once. 
So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat. The only thing I felt lost on is, ironically, I've not seen The Death of Superman and The Reign of, of Superman. Mm. I haven't seen those two, but now I want to because since it's tied in, it's tied in a little bit more to this. I've seen, like, a little bit of it, but I have not seen it from right. beginning to end, so now I want to watch that because apparently, as alluded to, Darkseid had some hand in all that. So I'm like, that's interesting. Don't know yeah. what it is because it's, it's just mentioned, but it doesn't take away from the story. So... I guess to go over one one okay, a few things here. One spoiler alert. Two content alert because uh, this movie is rated R, and we've covered rated R movies before, but um, it's pretty gory. If, if you want, it is. Yeah, I was not expect like when it was rated R. I thought it was gonna be. I was like, I wasn't even expecting language or violence. I'm like, I'm not sure why it's rated R, but. Okay, and then I absolutely see why now. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty. I mean we'll we'll, we'll probably discuss it. I, we'll I, I want I want I want like our top like deaths and stuff like that and everything because yeah. there's plenty of them to choose from. Um, but yeah, I mean I I went into this kind of like I I know Dark Side's in it and I I think this is gonna be awesome. So I checked it out and I was like, wow, this is this is this is definitely something that. I think we should talk about on here because the anime movies we've brought up before, but this is kind of a nice, like, I it, it's it's the the whole comics get edgy every now and then, or the new Fifty Two gets edgy, or you know, killing off characters is something that happens in comics every now and then. They they just sure. sometimes do it to do it. This I think was done in a way that was interesting and. I, I just I wasn't expecting them to go as brutal as they did, and they did. And Darkseid's a great villain to have in this because he doesn't really get his hands dirty until like no. he needs to, and that's I think like that is such an interesting villain that he doesn't. I mean, and this is him in the comics and in this movie. He doesn't dirty his hands with stuff he feels is below him. Well, and the thing is, though, like, you're right, he does it, but he still feels like he is there all the time. Like, it's not like, yeah. oh, I'm sending my minions out to do to, to take care of my bidding. It's like, I am purposely, the, these these people, these aliens, these beings, they are my hands. They are my they are my power. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm part of Darkseid's army. I, they were part of Darkseid. Like, yep. they were an extension of him. And so, yeah, exactly. He didn't get dirty, but he was he was in the mix. So, so the premise of this is... The Justice League is going in to, like, do a preemptive strike on Darkseid because they're like, he's, you know, tried to kill Superman. He's, he was what formed the Justice League originally. He's a threat to our entire galaxy, so we're going to preemptively strike, which is weird for the Justice League to do, per se, but, of course, Darkseid has his, has his hands in a lot of stuff, so he was able to kind of get ahead of this and kind of... I feel like he almost lured them in on purpose to kind of yeah. take advantage of it. And then, of course, we pick up later on. Uh, Superman's survived. survived the, we'll, 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 t- we'll talk about the Battle of Apocalypse, but Superman's come back to try to get a ragtag team to do one last hope of attacking um, Darkseid again and John Constantine, Etrigan... Um, we got Raven, Robin, um, I'm trying to remember the people that do finally end up, um, Superman, right, Wars, um, Lex Luthor, Lois Lane, who's actually very involved in this, uh, the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, Black Mana, Bane, Cheetah, because uh, they, they, and then there's also a lot of people you kind of just see real quickly and then they're gone. Right. Um, uh, oh, King Shark and, um, Captain Boomerang. Yeah, and I feel like 
that's it for them. Those were a lot of the, the, the big ones. Yeah. Um, but but then obviously there were a lot more who were in the background or mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, who you see getting their asses handed to them yes. uh, eventually. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, and, and there's there's a lot of others I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. But, um, so going into this, you kind of get a bits and pieces of like them a t- you know, on the attack on Apocalypse, and then you, through flashbacks, you see what happened on Apocalypse, and then what also happened at Titan Tower. Right. Which, um, okay, so I guess we can start here with spoiler alerts, everything like that. Um, best death in your opinion, or most gruesome. What? What? I. I, I I feel weird saying best death because it's like, <laughs> you, you, but at the same time, I loved when they died. Um, um, your your opinion. On that one. So this was a very subtle one, and it was more so like it was something I I noticed, and in several heroes had died, but I I am fairly certain it was Hawk Girl was like torn in half at the waist, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her guts were just like. Oh wait, you mean so at bad. Titan Tower? Yes, that is actually um, that is actually I, Starfire. Starfire. That's right. That's right. It was Starfire. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. she wasn't was. dead? Question mark. I guess she. I guess it's sort of like the other ones that they encountered uh, when they were on uh, his planet. Yeah, the, the, Apoc- the other okay, Apocalypse is his planet, right? Yes. That? Yes. Okay. It, it's I, spelled. I it's, it is, and then it's spelled it's weird. weird. Yes. Yeah. And I always sit there. I'm like, I know Apocalypse is his planet, but I think it's his planet from my anyway. Yes, but yes, I think I think she was one of those ones where it was like the, the heroes who had quote unquote died. Yeah, had, the you know, Furies. They were brought back to be like to yeah to be the Furies. But I distinctly remember seeing her um, Starfire just like ripped in half, and her her and it wasn't just like oh she's laying there and there's some blood. It was like oh she's kind here's of part of her body. Her entrails are hanging out. Yep. I'm like. Oh my god! Like that. Like there were some hits that you've seen in any comic book movie or TV show that you know it results in little to no blood or a little scratch on the face. But like, and there were some good hits in there that you just mm-hmm. you, know, you maybe see a splash of blood or this or that, or they would kind of carefully cover it up. But like that one specifically was like there, and I just remember going, "Oh my god!" Like I, I actually like I think I audibly even said, "Like oh my god!" Like yeah. it was it was. It, it caught me, and I, I've been thinking about it in the 24 hours since I watched it. Like, I keep thinking about that one particular death. I'm like, gosh, that was very gruesome. Um, that I mean, there, 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 there's some that, that you don't see, but you know happen because you see them lying around. Um, mm. So I'm going to say, if, if I, I'll, I'll get to mine, but I want to say, if there is a superhero that got shafted in this, in my opinion, um, and, and bear with me because I'm going to do a lot of spoilers real quick, but I want to see your opinion here on this, Eric, is... Aquaman. Oh my God! What happened? Okay, you're right. Yeah. He was in the, he was the opening, and I don't even remember what happened. Okay, <laughs> so, so he's he he's in the opening. His uh, wife and the Queen of right. Atlantis mirrors with him. Um, they go to Apocalypse. It's you know the flashbacks of like I, I mean I guess him him and Hal sort of get shafted because Hal Jordan. It's shown like he's getting torn apart by by right. the by the Paradooms. Then it shows that. Um, that Aquaman like got sliced in half. It just shows him like in two pieces with his guts in between, and then we don't see any more from either of them. But the um, like John, um, his wife Mira, a Hawkman who gets his wings torn off, um, Cyborg, like all, all these people come back in some way, shape, yeah. or form. But like Aquaman, it's like oh no, he's just dead. And then how Jordan? Oh, no, he's just dead. 
So, the, <laughs> I, I mean, you you think Flash is dead too, but you find out later that he's been captured and that he's kind of the key to all that. Oh, and Z- and Zatanna dies too. Like one hundred percent just gets yeah. eaten. My, I I want to say best death is be is gonna be actually Bane. Um, and he dies randomly during the assault on like um, one of the uh, oh um Lex LexCorp LexCorp. Lex there we oh, go. Yeah. He. They, they 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 get like kryptonite infused stuff because of course doomsday the the mm. doom things are based on superman's blood so they are weakened by kryptonite um he tears out one of their like heads with the spine uses it to hit something else and then gets tackled and eaten <laughs> and it was just one of those things where i'm like it wasn't the most gruesome one but it's like that was a badass way to go out it was right i was gonna say it, it was vain he wasn't gonna go out yeah like some sort of sucker so he was gonna so that was really cool, in, in my opinion, for that. Um, one of my other favorite things, and and the character design's been kind of the kind of the same for most of the for most of the um, the DC animated universe. It's been mostly the same. But I'm gonna say this hands down. I don't know your opinion on this, um, but I loved, 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 loved the design for Superman with when he was infused with kryptonite. Yes, that was very cool. Like it was, he, no, it was really. You no, no, no. That was. You're right. That's that's one of my coolest. So here's my thing with Superman. I, I mean, he's like, I feel like he's. All, I've always said I feel like Superman is a very boring superhero mm. because he's, he's so he's Mister Do Gooder and he's but he's like got no flaws except for kryptonite and magic and you know they make little things appear in there but yeah. essentially he's unstoppable. When Superman is vulnerable is when I love him. And this is not only him being vulnerable, but like they did a really good job designing him to make you like really striking. It's not just like, oh, here's Clark Kent. Yeah. It's like green eyes, green, you know, Superman emblem ingrained into his chest. Like it was Mm -hmm. very cool. Very cool design. I I, I loved it. it. It is a cool design. It's something that, I mean, makes it very stand out very quickly. Also, him, um, wanting being. Powerless was interesting because of his like relationship with Lois and stuff too, where he was very much like w- more worried about her than he probably normally would have been because he knows he right. could have just been there to save the day, but he was very much more worried about her, which is something like I just kind of picked up on as I was thinking about it more. I was like, huh, he's he is more protective of her because he isn't the the um, super powered Boy Scout anymore. He has right. to kind of rely on that. So so that was a cool design I liked in this. Um, I don't know if there's any more that stuck out to you that, that, that I, you liked. I actually really thought um, Darkseid Batman was really cool looking. Like, Batman's already in... Po- he, you know, the opposite. Here's the guy who has no superpowers other yes. than his intellect and his wealth. But, I mean, you know, he's meant to be kind of imposing. But the when he has, like, the red, just kind of the kind of the red Darkseid circuitry and yeah. emblems and stuff, it's subtle. But, I mean, Batman, very much like you feel the danger of... The person who is Batman, with the added power of Darkseid, like you think that really came across strongly to me, and I think the way that they gave him that just slightly red tint with those few little things, mm-hmm. it's one. It's a case of I think of um, a little goes a long way, and so. no cape. Yes, exactly, no cape. I, I which which every now and then with Batman, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan mm. of no cape every now and then. I think it looks, yep. um, especially for that, because he's sitting mostly in the Mobius chair, so yeah. it, it just wouldn't make sense if he had like a cape kind of. But it, I don't know. I I, th- I thought it, I, I agree with you. That was a really cool design for yeah. him. Um, 
I I wasn't super like into the, all the Furies and stuff. I mean, they 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 were cool and neat, but I wasn't like, wow, these are all. It's just like, oh, they put like robotic parts on everybody. I will say yeah. the most horrifying one, the one that st- struck me, and I'm and I already said Hawk Girl once, and it was Starfire, but yeah. wasn't it Hawk? Wasn't it Hawk Man who like his jaw was missing, and it was the robotic jaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that was. was that one to me. That was that was very gruesome. Like that one to me really stood out. Yeah, the other ones, it's like, oh, it's like part robotic and. Like I thought, Martian Manhunter looked kind of weird with this sort of like snaky kind of. Wasn't it him who was it? He who had the snake? He or, like, had a spider like body or something. He had the spider like body that. with like a tail to it, yeah, but his one like, arm was still like yeah. due to the his mic changing and stuff. And then it was like, oh, here's Wonder Woman mixed with the Terminator and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's something about Hawkman specifically with his jaw missing, and it was robotic. Like that to me was very striking, and that one stood to me as like the most kind of like gruesome of, of the Furies. So it's funny because I was sitting there and I was like, why is Hawkman here? When I was watching it in the beginning. Because like, okay, no offense. Hawkman for me is not somebody I, I'm like. <laughs> he, he's just, he's kind of there. He's, he's kind of there for me. He's like, oh, cool. He can fly and has a, you know. A mace. A mace and stuff. And, and he does other things. Neat. But um, but the whole thing with me was I was like, why is he here? And, and it's like, okay, he was there to basically become a fury, I, I feel, and to be like right. one of them and everything. Um, I Okay, everyone knows I, I, I love Superman and I love the Green Lanterns. Yes. I really did not appreciate the fact that Hal just kind of went out in like a freeze frame sort of. They got <laughs> Hal and Barry and you just see Hal getting ripped apart. And I'm like, okay, go on. <laughs> but then they, they they mentioned Oa. Yeah. That Darkseid was going to go to Oa. And I'm like, oh, good. We're going to get some stuff from that. So I, I don't know. What what was your opinion on that? Because I thought that was a great moment of like, oh, uh, it, 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 it was the always lost moment for like yeah. any possible comeback. Yeah. No, I, 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 I wondered what was going to happen with that. And I mean, he, when, when he, you know, uses the power to block, you know, the Earth's freaking magma, and yeah. then like he just, and it's still like vapor when it came back, and he's just like a skeleton. I was like, holy shit! Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, it yeah, was. Right. Uh, it was definitely uh, a gruesome. And I and I wondered. I'm like, is this going to kind of be the turnaround? Like, are the are the Green Lantern Corps going to come and like kind of help? You know, bolster. And then you just see Darkseid going and just murdering them one by one. And then it's like, oh, this isn't going to end well. And, and then when he was sneaking along because Batman had communicated with him, and he was sneaking along. I'm like, oh, is this going to be like? The turnaround, though, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it was one of those things where I, like, I, I said earlier, he doesn't like getting his hands, Darkseid doesn't like getting his hands during this movie, but that, he didn't seem like he was just, like, like he was just out to have fun. And he didn't even, yeah. like, he wasn't even taking it very seriously. Because, I mean, right. obviously he could have done the magma dump at any time, but he was just sort of just messing with a lot of them just to do it. Like, he's floating around just shooting his Omega Beams at stuff, just kind of like, la di da di da and then right. when there's actually something that might vaguely show him in uh, opposition, he's like, hey, I'm just going to end this now, which yeah. which I, I thought was interesting. Um, so the the main one, one of the main characters in this, we haven't really talked about him much, is Constantine. Yeah. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know if you're a big Constantine fan, because the Constantine we get in here is the same one from Justice League Dark, and ironically, it's also the same actor, slash voice actor, that does the live action Constantine for the right. Arrowverse. I, 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 um, I thought they sounded similar, and then I didn't look it up until afterwards. I'm like, oh, it's it's because it's the same guy. Yeah. So, um, 
so I'm familiar with Constantine, and I've always been a fan of when there's like a superhero or a comic book character who is not really like a costume character. It's just like yeah. a guy. And that's why, and so I've always thought he was a cool character, but I've never really read any of his comics. Um, I watched a couple episodes of the show, and I just kind of, it was one of those things, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool, and then I kind of, it went by the wayside, and obviously got canceled, but then it got folded into the CW universe, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Um, I watched those for, and I think I've talked about it on here before, I watched, I kind of was between when it was just Arrow, um, Flash, and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I kind of watched those, and then I kind of just fell off of them completely. So it was after that that he started coming in. But I'm like, oh, that's cool that they're keeping that alive, and it's not just like, oh, here's another version. It's like, oh, they're tying this other show into yep. this universe. So, uh, but I was familiar with him, and I thought that I actually liked how he kind. I I actually considered him to be like the main character of the movie. Yeah, I, and, I feel like that's why the tagline "Dark" is on there because he yeah. is kind of. I mean, there, there's other stuff going on, but he's sort of the through line. Yeah, and, and like they totally could have, he was important to, to everything that, that they did in the movie, but they could have just had him along for the ride, and like, oh, we're going to start with, we're going to have the focus be on Superman, and I'm glad they started the story with Constantine, mm-hmm. and he kind of, and we kind of saw it from his perspective, and I think I like that too, because again, even though he, he has, you know, occult, dark uh, powers, he really, you know, he's not a costume, he he's just like a regular guy who's just like fuck this shit i don't want to be part of this apocalyptic world we live in i just want to drink myself until it's over and then he gets drawn in reluctantly and i just i kind of like that and i think it kind of helped me identify as opposed to oh here's this god who got his weakness injected into him so now we're going to see this poor person who's still incredibly shrunk as you know you see the beginning when when he walks into the bar yeah and walks into the bar and he punches him and he still is like he has kryptonite in him, but he still is like super durable and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I mean, I, I kind of like Constantine being the a good. I think he was a good connection for the viewer or a good through line, like you said, because um, it kind of helps you identify more and feel how someone it would be, it, you know, kind of exist in this this world. So uh, you, you brought up something that now I want to talk about, but I'm going to put a pin in that real quick. And we'll get back to it. Okay. Um, I, I enjoyed Constantine in this. Uh, one of the best animated parts of this movie was him drinking. Was I think they did. It was just something to where like the way they had him looking drunk during the animation just really just made me kind of smile. Yeah. It's especially in a movie that's very dark and everything. It was just like like the way his face was slouched, his eyes were done. Like, like they, they did a good job of... I think portraying this character's drunk, which I thought was great. Um, So, so the thing I wanted to bring up is there is something in comics and in shows and stuff. And I just want to get, you know, me me and you'll discuss this back and forth now because in the movie, as we said, Superman is infused with kryptonite and is like basically liquid kryptonite. And what it does is it depowers him. Like he doesn't have his heat vision. He doesn't have, you know, super speed flight, He's, I guess, I mean, here's the thing. It's like he technically is still physically imposing as like he's strong, right. but he's not like, he's like, he's not able to lift a, you know, building or anything. And as you right. said, John punching him, it still hurt because he's still like, you can't take away muscle right. in most interpretations. And, and I, I, I like the interpretations of the kryptonite takes away his powers. Yeah. I don't like when it's the kryptonite is used as a it's near him and he's instantly like oh i'm dying oh, oh, okay, oh. Right. <laughs> I, it, it's just i'm like i'd like it to where it just neutralizes his powers because i feel like that's a better thing than just him being like oh yeah weak 
Agreed. So, so I, I like that they went that direction because if they went the other direction, he'd just be dead. Right. And I just don't find that as interesting and everything. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. That That's just my opinion. So I, I like that. I mean, I think we're on the same page with that too. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So they, so okay, so a few other callouts. I get. I, I don't know. I guess I just want to get back to listing the 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 dead in this movie. Um, so we have Shazam, who gets his leg ripped off, right, and then survives, gets back to Earth, and then does. Uh, okay, I was having this discussion with Ellie and myself. Does he die? Because he just yells Shazam, and you see a lightning bolt hit. Right. And, and so I was wondering if, like, because I know that he has used that before as a weapon, and mm. I didn't know if he was to the point where he was still a young boy. Yeah. Um, so obviously, if he turns back into a young boy, he's going to get destroyed. Yeah. Um, by by the, um, whatchamacallits. But, the Paradooms. Uh, Paradooms. Yeah. The Paradooms. Yeah, but then it's sort of like, but still, I mean, when he yells Shazam, even if he was an adult at this point, he would just turn back into a, a, a man. So I do feel like he kind of knew that was, I, I, I interpreted that as, he yes, he died. He That's him transforming back and knowing that as soon as he transforms back, whoever survives the lightning bolt is going to just tear him apart. But I mean, I think he knew that was going to take at least some of them out. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, I see that as he's dead. Well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. And I've seen multiple interpretations of this and it's been done multiple ways. If he yells Shazam and he puts something in between him and the lightning bolt, it basically hits the thing and he stays Shazam, mm. but the thing basically gets damaged by it. So, right. I, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know because I remember there was something in like the um, justice league unlimited or justice league, um, the, the, the Justice League TV show from the aughts where him and Superman are fighting and he like is holding Superman up and he keeps yelling Shazam and it keeps on hitting Superman and right. he's staying he's staying Captain Mar- I mean you're going to use the term Captain Marvel because that's at the time when he was referred to as Captain Marvel and then at one point Superman just flips him around real quick and then he gets hit right. and then he turns back into the kid and Superman puts his hand over his mouth and says you're done because he was about to right. yell Shazam again so that, that's the thing. I don't know there. Um, a lot of neck breaking in this movie because the next one is Superboy. Yeah. Who just, I mean, here, here's the thing. It's, you, you have the initial attack then you have two years later. And it's like, what what happened? Like, what, were they able to survive all this? Because it was cool to, to see, like, a lot of these characters, but it's just, they, they were kind of getting thrown at to get just off because I don't think I ever see, you see, I ever see what happens to Steel. But you see he's there. And I'm like, unless I just missed it, because the the team that are attacking stuff are Steel, Shazam, and Superboy. Superboy gets his neck broken, Shazam assumingly dies, and Steel, I don't think you see what happens to him. I Uh, feel like we did, but it wasn't anything, like, spectacular. It was just sort of like he got knocked out of the way. Yeah, you just just see him get hit. Yeah. And then for the other one, it's, it's most of the Bat family of, like, there's Batwoman, Batgirl, and Batwing, I think, is the one guy's name. And, and all of them are from, like, the Bad Blood movie, Batman Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, all of them just basically get murdered in some right. way or another. And, and, and then, okay, so, so Suicide Squad, uh, Harley Quinn um, was, was great. And, and yeah. I, I got an ironically really random fact on this. So the voice of Harley Quinn is done by the girl 
who, or the, sorry, the woman who does the voice for the Teen Titans, like TV series and Teen Titans Go, Starfire. Mm-hmm. Huh. She randomly does the voice for Harley Quinn in this, and I think in one or two of the other movies, too. I just thought that was funny, since Starfire's in this, but they, if I remember correctly, they use a different actress, but Starfire, I don't think, had any spoken lines in this. Right. Um, so, I, I'm just kind of bullet-pointing stuff. Another thing, how how do you feel about Damian Wayne? But prior to this movie? Um, I mean, I don't have, I didn't have much of an opinion. Like, I know story behind him and everything like that. Um, but I didn't, I don't really have an opinion. I didn't really have an opinion on him. Like, I, I know the circumstances of his birth and, um, I don't know. I've always been more of a Dick Grayson as Robin kind of guy. Anyway. Hell yeah. But, um, but, uh, I, I do like how they used that all said, I do like how they used him. Uh, as a pivotal character because of his circumstances mm-hmm. in, in the movie and how that did play a very strong point in, in the in the plot. Uh, for me, I'm more of a Tim Drake fan as Robin. I, I, I mm-hmm. like uh, Dick Grayson becoming Nightwing. I'm... Yeah. I, I, I liked him... I, like I said, I like Tim Drake as Robin because I feel like he's a great Robin. Though they've moved him into... I think he's Red Robin now or something. He, he's something I'm... I'm a little bit behind on comics and stuff, so I'm not going to try to... Robin. Yum. Um, but I've never been a super big fan of Damian Wayne. I've become a fan of him through, okay, they're just going to shove this down my throat until I like like it. So I'm right. just going to get on board now with it. And that was a new big, big thing with the New 52 and Battle for the Cow and everything. Um, but in these movies, he's always been shown as a very confident brat almost. Like he, right. but I I actually kind of liked him in this movie. I I, yeah. I I really enjoyed his character arc and him his and Raven stuff. Him um having those moments with Superman, where he where where you can truly see that that he's his father's son. Of yeah. he's like you know my, my the only reason I went with this was because my father believed in you. I don't you know it was. He, I, I could see the Batman in him, and I really liked the direction they went with that. I thought it made the right. character actually interesting for me, as opposed to, oh, cool, it's the not Dick Grayson, the not Jason Todd Robin. It's right. So I, I, and, I like that. And and with that two year time jump from the 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 beginning of it, it it kind of aged him up a little bit. So mm-hmm. he seemed more mature than he has in other interpretations, which which I think kind of helped with that tying him a little bit closer to the Batman. Um, another thing I really enjoyed in this and who I thought was a great comic book relief, uh, Etrigan. Yes. He was awesome. Voiced by John, John DiMaggio. Yes. Um, I I also, he voiced King shark and I mean, it wasn't much of a voice acting for that one. It was King shark is a shark almost the entire time, which I just, I I don't don't know if that's something in the comics though. I'm like that. That's something I'm like, I've never, I, I thought he was like actually could talk and stuff at least, but maybe that's just something for this series that I just missed. Um, but no, I I, I really liked um, Etrigan and the whole like him him not rhyming any because I, I always like Etrigan because he used, he always talks in rhyme, mm. but not in this because they're they're like oh he's depressed and uh, and I thought that was like an involuntary thing, right? But apparently no, I, I, it's very voluntary, huh? I, I liked his right. I, I'm with you. I really liked him as a character because I liked how it was just sort of like 
he was this random demon in, in the bar with uh, Constantine, and then he ends up coming along with them, and is just sort of like, "Yeah, I'm kind of drunk, I'm kind of indifferent, but I'll fight." And then he, every time, every time he was talking, you know, someone would be like, "I'll rip your." Or I guess it was when Damian Wayne kept talking about, "I'll cut your hands off if you still yeah. things." I don't like this kid. Yeah, uh, everything like that. So I like him, and then by the end, like he's like when he wakes up, he's like, "Yes, I'm ready for a fight." And I thought it was just really, really cool and. I know some people hate this, but I, I, one thing I've always liked about, just in general, whether it's Marvel, DC, or another comic universe, I like when they mix science fiction and fantasy mm-hmm. and horror kind of things. And I love, you know, when there's like, you know, when he's fighting. Who is he fighting? He is remember. fighting Wonder Woman. That's right. He That's goes right. and he, I mean, in, in the end where, where he actually like pulls out a sword and chooses to actually have yeah. a fight. Like that but, was so cool having this, this, you know, person from an island of amazons fighting a demon on an alien planet i'm like yep. that's like in some works that would seem so forced but i mean they i thought they, it's just i thought it was a really cool thing and i was thinking about that the whole time uh when i was watching it and i was like that's that's super cool so um yeah no i was i was a big fan of him as a character uh i, I and and i also was kind of half cyborg too amazon to to, to to go even deeper into the sci-fi oh, yeah. of it all mm-hmm. um yep. so i I, I just got a few more things I want to bring up. I don't know if you have anything you would you would like to put put forth to quickly discuss or discuss for a uh, little bit. One other character that I wanted to uh, bring up was Swamp Thing. Yes, very, he was in there very, very shortly, cool. but yeah, it was very it meaningful. Long, but I exactly I loved how he like single handedly took down one of the stations and the the Paradooms. Like it was just like he was going nuts. Mm. Um, I, I liked his I liked his character, however brief it was. I I definitely appreciate that, it, and it came out of nowhere too. It was like John just like, huh, hold on a sec, I got an idea, and, he's like, and then this. and then just <laughs> eggs him into it very quickly. Yeah. Like Constantine is one of those characters that I enjoy because he knows how to manipulate. He's like the ultimate manipulator of a situation right. and stuff. Also, um. If for anyone at home that wants a good reference for how con if, if you ever see supernatural just imagine just all that wrapped into one person basically because <laughs> like i mean that that's kind of he he has magic and he like has like debts and stuff to demons and stuff to where he like can't die or like can live through I, I don't know it's 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 really weird and i and i enjoy him as a character and i especially enjoy him in this um so the final fight with 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 dark side um it, it went from trigon in superman to Superman to just Trigon again. I really liked Trigon randomly popping up at the end and he's not fighting for the good guys. Right. He's fighting because he just does not like the fact that Apocalypse I mean not Apoc that um Darkseid is one of the new gods and he just does yeah. not like any like possible other some he doesn't want someone else to try to take over a a galaxy or a world that that he can obviously do so i like that that was his motivation yeah and that that he was actually like there was a whole storyline with raven that you know she had him stuck in the gem on her head and that she made comments here and there about you know all parents love their kids and i do like the touching moment at the end where he kind of thanked her for giving him his freedom, but also an opportunity to do what he enjoyed, right? Fighting somebody. So I, I, I like that personally. I don't, I don't know if that was something you. No, I, mean, I did too. I and like the whole time, the whole movie when it was 
kind of back and forth between her talking to him and hearing the voice. I'm like, you know, he's going to come out and play a huge role. And like the whole time I was like, he's going to play a role in the final battle. Like mm-hmm. one way or another. And it kind of, you know, I didn't kind of see, you know, they, they were going to, you know, they got him out and then he kills Constantine. And I was like, Holy, like that. That's uh, but then, you know, how they ended up our dark side traps him. Uh, mm-hmm. but then how he's like brought up and then he and uh, Constantine and Raven together kind of give him that body to do that, to give him that, you know, to have that touching moment and thank her and everything like that. I, I did like how that whole thing played out throughout the movie. Then it definitely had a good a payoff at the end, I think. Um, so I guess now, now, now near the end, is this a movie you would, you would recommend? Or, or I, I guess what, what, what would great. What would we give this? Because I guess at this point we obviously should have said that at the beginning. Um, so yeah. on a five out of, I mean one out of five, one out of ten. I don't know whatever grading scale you you want to use because I'll, I'll use a different one just just to be difficult. So where where where, where would you rate this? <laughs> so I would say out of on a scale of five, I give it like I give it like a four. A four? All right. I give it a four to five. I give it four to five. I had a I was thoroughly entertained. Uh, the only things I really would take points off for are, um, I think some of the exposition mm-hmm. was a little ham-fistedly uh, added in. Um, like when Superman is coming and explaining to John Constantine what's happening, I'm like, he probably knows what happened. Like he's like, yeah. what happened on Apocalypse was blah blah blah. And, he's, and I mean, I, I he, there's and I was like, they could have probably done a better job of shoehorning that in or doing that because they're because I mean, throughout the movie they did do a lot of jumping back and forth. Um, so I almost think like a little bit of tweaking there. Like, so I think some of that was a little hand-fisted. Um, but I do think overall there was, a, they did a great job of, um, you know, the, the creators did a good job of combining so many characters and groups and kind of culminating this. And as someone who has not seen many of the other uh, in this, in this shared continuity, I, I never once felt really lost. Mm-hmm. Um, like I felt like they did a good job of explaining things that needed to be explained. Uh, and then, I mean, of course, I had some of this knowledge of characters and, and teams and stuff like that beforehand, so that probably helped. But as someone, again, who was not really familiar with w- uh, much of what had come before this specifically in the DC animated movie universe, I didn't feel lost. Um, I'm going to go with eight superhero dead bodies out of ten. Nice. Um, in, in, in the background of any scene. Uh, so I, I guess we're both grading it about the same. Uh, the only reason yeah. I'm taking off points is because yes, I, I, I mean the way they told the I don't know it's it's weird because doing a story with flashbacks and stuff gets really confusing and stuff, and you have to have exposition. But the exposition could have been done a different way. Um, I, I definitely am giving sure. it a lot of points for character design and and stuff like that. Like I, I really really like the character designs they used. I, I like that it is a combination of everything. That they've that they've done up to this point, like I, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I'm kind of sad to see it go, but it could always come back. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They're, the next thing on the slate is a Superman movie, um, where it's kind of Superman Origins, but it's like yeah. completely departed from this. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what that. We'll probably discuss it on here. Uh, but this has also led me to want to go watch some of the, the the Justice League. I mean, the movies from this series that I did not see. Just the kind of like I, I right. I'd like to go back now and see. I mean, honestly, I'd like to see all of them again mm. because the ones that I had, the couple that I have seen, I it's been so long, yeah, um, that I really have kind of forgotten uh, some of the, the the plot points. So I would like to see just kind of how it has has progressed along. And I know that watching this again 
after having seen all of those, I would be like, oh, I remember that now, or oh, that was a callback to that, or oh, that makes more sense. Um, I will say on the level of deaths and stuff in this, um, this, this uh, no, no offense, this does not hold a candle to the Transformer movie, the original animated <laughs> one, because I, I'm contractually obligated by uh, Big Boy Battle to bring up the fact that that, that that movie still holds the record for like just offing people left and right and yeah so so yeah so i i mean great 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 movie i, I like i said it's led me to want to watch more of these because i did miss out on a few but now i, I want to go back and check them out um so yeah so so that's um it for this this week's episode we, we do have some more stuff we're going to talk about real quick because um if you want to check out Patreon this week, I would highly recommend um, checking out our Patreon feed this week. We're going to have a shot shit. Uh, Ellie's actually going to be on this week. There's going to be a few interesting discussions on there, so definitely check that out. Um, next, okay. Also, I'm going to point this out because if I am remembering correctly, yes, um, the day this comes out, I think, is the announcement. Something to do with PlayStation 5. Yes, uh, I think, I think, it's alluding to everything I've seen is it's alluding to uh, a full reveal. Okay. So if you are sitting there wondering also, and I should put this at the beginning, but if you're wondering why we are not discussing it, well, it's because these are recorded ahead of time. So that might be next, next week's episode, some, some discussion on that, but definitely check out uh, the Patreon for some more stuff. Uh, that, that, that episode of the Patreon will be brought to you by big boy battle. Um, and uh, Eric, where can they find more from you online? Uh, so um, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at Eric Berg or Backlog Berg on Instagram, where I'm sharing photographs of or screenshots, I should say, and photographs, too, of uh, video game stuff. Cool. And of course, you can find Zingness uh, basically wherever you find uh, podcasts on all major podcast platforms. And if you want more from us, you can also go to Twitter or Instagram. And on Instagram, it's at Zingness Podcast. So definitely go check that out. And uh, we'll be back next week with more nerdy topics. Mm-hmm. Bye. Listening to a fourth hand joint.